This is season two of the Truth and Transformation podcast, raw, real, unedited, no fluff. Grab your headphones if you've got little ones around you because this is not for children. We talk about sex, emotions, relationships, any shit that gets you down, we go there. I'm your host, Kirsty D. Let's go. Hey lovelies, today I want to talk about dealing with difficult people, judgmental people, crazy, you know, family dynamics, um, really living authentic to you and taking care of your emotional well-being. Now that's quite a lot. This is probably going to be, you know, rambly and all over the place. You know, it always is. I just talk and whatever comes out, comes out. And you just trust that and hope for the best, if I'm honest, and hope you like it. Um, but I want to talk about that because I've been sharing some really vulnerable um, things on this podcast and it's called Truth and Transformation for a reason because I speak very truthfully Obviously, you know, I have boundaries around that because it's a public, you know, it's a public podcast. Anybody can listen to it. But on the whole, I share very vulnerable and it's scary as fuck, if I'm honest, because, you know, the work I do, I'm a mentor. I run, you know, a membership for women. So, you know, putting all my kind of like stuff and my vulnerability online is really scary because you worry people will kind of be like, hmm, not sure she's got her shit together. I don't want to work with her. And I've really had to kind of undo those beliefs and stuff. But of course, I'm human. They come up. But for me, the price is too high to not be authentic to me, to not speak those things because I think we already live in a very kind of Instagram world where people only you know, share the highlights and as I say, all for boundaries and all of that. But I think we need, a, you know, the kind of real stuff, real in quotes, but, you know, there has to be this kind of balance. And so I try to do that as best and as imperfect, you know, as I can. And I feel like going into this industry there are obviously multiple kinds of people who go into the industry that I'm in, which is, you know, self-help, wellness and stuff. But I think there's two main kinds of people from what I've seen. As I said, there are multiple, but there are two main kinds. And they're the kind that um, are obviously quite narcissistic, if we're honest. And, you know, and this is the same whether you're talking about government, police force, um, doctors, there are certain kind of people who go into that because, you know, it puts them in a position to work with vulnerable people, people that they can control. And, you know, they obviously really, really like doing that. I had that experience myself um, when, you know, I was a child going through trauma and all of that. A lot of the people were clearly didn't have my best interests at heart and we've now seen this within government police force and all of that however I do believe there are also a lot of people who go into this industry that really really do fucking care that of course they're imperfect and of course we all have the ability to be like that within us anyone who thinks they don't then honestly we need to look deeper within ourselves because under a lot of pressure and a lot of conditioning we really all have no idea what we're capable of. And I think that the more that you're aware of that and the more that you're like, yeah, I'm aware of this. So I really, really want to make sure that I'm always coming from this place of love and authenticity. 
then I feel like you're more likely to come from a place of love and empathy and compassion rather than people who are in denial and, you know, think their own shit doesn't smell, basically. So I actually think that's actually a really, really kind of healthy thing. And that's why I share about my own dysfunctional stuff because there is nobody that doesn't have it. And we all like to lie and pretend and, you know, we don't say it. Often we'll put ourselves down, but, you know, we all have this streak within us that can be judgmental at times. And that's not a bad thing. It is, you know, all of this stuff is very kind of survival thing. But there is a difference between judgment and discernment. Judgment is very, um, like, I'm right, you're wrong, divisive, hurts people, causes trauma. Discernment is, you know, very much, I'm going to pay attention to red flags. I'm going to have boundaries. I'm going to keep my heart open. I'm going to appreciate that we're all different. But in reality, we live in a world where a lot of people are judgmental. And sometimes these people are close to home. Sometimes these people are family. Sometimes these are people that you actually really, really love. And what I want to talk about today, how do you stay emotionally well and authentic to you when you have those people in your life? And this is especially being highlighted at the moment in a pandemic, because what a pandemic will do, because there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of intensity and we've seen a lot of corruption, what will that do? It will amplify, you know, what's already within somebody. And as I said, we all have this kind of like, um, you know, we all, we all have, you know, put under a lot of pressure. We could all potentially do not very nice things. But I do believe that, you know, most people are quote unquote good people. But when fear comes knocking, you know, people can go all kinds of ways. But I think, you know, there are things that are really to somebody's core of who they are. And I believe if you're a really loving, compassionate, empathetic person, then put under pressure, you will just see more compassion, more love and more empathy. If somebody has a tendency, a deep desire to control, manipulate, to do things the way they think it should be, then put under pressure, put in a pandemic, you will see more of that. And I feel like that's what's been revealed right now. And scarily, sometimes it's been revealed to people who we didn't think was like that, but actually turns out they are actually very judgmental and they're actually very close-minded and will only be able to see things from their perspective. And they will convince themselves that, you know, it's they're doing the right thing. And, you know, I talked about that last week about kind of trauma. And, you know, for me, it's not about, um, you know, everybody has the right to think what what they want to think and to reach their own conclusions. But when you start causing trauma for other people in that, then, you know, I think we need to have a good hard look at ourselves. Because here's the thing, what you do in your decisions do create a ripple effect. But what we are in at the moment is people looking at things very kind of, um, you know, short-termly and not seeing the bigger ripple effect on things like, you know, mental health. And what's happening now is we're seeing people, 
fight back and going, I'm not having this. So you're going to start seeing more things like protests and stuff because that's very human too. When they feel like everything's been taken away from them, it's very natural instinct to fight against that. And then what you see is this other clash, this other side of people going, they're all assholes and they're doing this and it creates this division. And you within that you will have people who will see exactly what's going on they will see trauma and they will see fear and then you will have the other side of it of people who are just going to judge and want to be right and this happens all the time in life whatever you think whatever you believe in there's somebody who's going to judge and somebody who's not going to like and somebody who's not going to get it and here's what I want to say to you that this is where you really have to work on trusting yourself and staying true to you and not everyone's going to get it and not everybody's going to like it. But for me, I don't think love is, you know, controlling and telling people, you know, what they should and shouldn't do. I think we have to let people live life for them. And, you know, we worry about that because we worry of like the repercussions of that. But here's the thing, there's always been repercussions. There's always been... And, and if we live our life, of course, we have to factor in all of those things. But like, just because somebody reaches a different conclusion doesn't mean they're wrong. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It's just there are multiple ways to do things. And for me, what's really, really dangerous and nobody's really talking about it is when people start living inauthentic to themselves because they're worried what other people will think. So regardless of what what you do and how you navigate you know whether it's the pandemic whether it's family stuff whatever it is it's super important that you live authentic to you but nobody's going to tell you that the reason people aren't going to tell you that is because they want you to do what they think is right and to me that's not loving that's not having somebody's best interest at heart but the problem is when you aren't looking at you know what's best for that individual person and you're trying to do what you personally think is collectively right, it causes people to turn away from themselves. And what happens when people turn away from themselves, it creates this um, inner war. And within, whenever there's an inner war, there will be an outer war. You know, there will be this resentment that builds up or this, you know, um, always kind of longing and and wondering and then you know if things go you know the the way that they feared they would and they've gone against themselves there's going to be anger and there's going to be rage and there's going to be you know a lot of pain there and it just it doesn't work but we've been so conditioned to do that and you, we can't create emotional well-being in that. Emotional well-being is when you see your emotions and you see your stuff come up and you're able to sit with those things. But most people can't sit with them so they project on other people. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing this projection of, you know, people's fears, you know, and this real kind of like, this real... Um, I guess desperation and we don't make the best decisions in desperation we don't and 
it just, it doesn't work. And the truth is not everybody really cares that much about your emotional well-being. They just don't. They care about what they think is the right thing for themselves collectively and also for you. And sometimes they don't. And the way to stay sane in all of this is one, you have to have boundaries. And two, you have to realise that you don't need anybody's validation, whether this is family, whether this is siblings, like whether this is even your partner, that the one person you're going to be with forever is you. So you have to decide to multiple times again and again and again, and this could be in just one frigging day, to validate yourself, to be willing to be misunderstood, to be misinterpreted for people to think that you know, you're making a mistake or you're not a very nice person or you haven't thought things through or that you're naive. And what's the really ridiculous thing about this is in all situations, whether it's pandemic or not, people will always think that if you don't reach the same conclusion as them. What's really, really hilarious at the moment, not hilarious, but you get the point, you get the analogy, is people will say that who haven't even looked into the other side of things but, you know, well, they've literally looked at one side of the argument and fallen for media and government and stuff that will say people who have reached a different conclusion are crazy, are like, you know, um, extremists and stuff, but they've not actually even looked into any of it. And when you start looking into it, it's actually really scary. And this is something that's always happened from a really, really long time, you know, like, so this podcast episode's about to go up a notch in the woo, but like, I was so scared to listen to my intuition for such a long time. I was so scared to trust myself from such a long time because one of, you know, trauma and stuff that I've talked about before, and also I think I've talked about this a little bit on the having a PTSD attack um, episode when I talked about, I think I talked about on that, I might not have, but basically I had trauma around, um, you know, a guardian and he messed around with kind of like, let's say dark magic. So that made me scared to really tap into my intuition because I thought that's what it meant. And again, I now see that that is all our conditioning. That is all us going against our authenticity. And this, so something I've been learning about recently, which is clearly coming up right now, is generational ancestral trauma and stuff. And the way people act is really based on what they were learned as a child, how to deal with um, really testing times when, you know, chaos and stuff comes up, which is what we're in at the moment. And people who haven't learned how to regulate their emotions and their nervous system will act in ways that are really harmful and they probably won't even see they're doing that. And they will believe that they're right and they can't even see their own unconsciousness in it all and this is something we're seeing kind of right now and this comes from a lack of trusting ourselves and living in fear now of course fear comes up there's nobody that doesn't have fear you know I have fear around this whole situation maybe different fears to some people but I I still have fears you know I'm human definitely 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 have fear coming up in these times you know you'd have to not be human to never have fear come up 
But because of that, I really, really um, didn't listen to my body. I didn't listen to my intuition because I thought that you couldn't trust your intuition and that it was bad and you, you, that, you know, if, and you certainly couldn't trust something, you know, higher than, than yourself, whatever that means to you. But for me, I always talk about this whole mind, body, soul approach because, you know, you can't breathe without oxygen. There's a whole system going on that we can't see. So even if you don't believe in, say, divine or anything like that, even if you think that's all a bunch of crap, there is something, whether you even you just call it Mother Earth, there is this this other kind of energy around us. But I was terrified of that because of the things I'd saw as a child. But the thing is, when we don't, you know, allow ourselves to um, really see that there is something else that, whether, as I say, you call it Mother Earth, Divine or whatever, that really, really, like, I mean... (sighs) You, you can't go against that, you know, the, the same as like, we know um, the moon affects us all, affects our emotions, it affects the tide. So denying that is just, I, I mean, it's ridiculous, but we do. Um, because I think we're afraid of it. We're afraid that the fact that there is something bigger than us, but then also free will com- play comes into play. And so I was really frightened. I was frightened to trust myself because... I was scared of the discomfort and the pain it would cause and the disapproval that I would get from people around me because I spent a lot of my life getting disapproval and feeling like a misfit and my emotions being invalidated and to kind of stay sane and alive having to please people so I've spent years coming out of that trauma and healing that and you know I've done it now and when I say done of course it's always evolving and stuff but there's no way I could say the things that I say now on a podcast if you follow me on Instagram and stuff there's like I I talk about things that piss people off you know been unfriended a lot recently (laughs) for talking about you know things like not having the vaccine and stuff like that definitely piss people off and once over I would have hit away and been like I can't do it and just not told people where now I'm just like I've done enough healing work that it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't get it. And here's the thing, that as we're doing all of that, you know, we can only do that if we trust ourselves, if we're able to validate ourselves again and again and again. But I was afraid of that. I really thought listening to my intuition, as I say, was something bad and it was something dark. And, oh my gosh, what if I make a mistake and what if I get something wrong? That's our conditioning. That's our ego because there is no right decision. There is only what we can, like the best we can do right now in in the situation with the tools we have. And we have to listen to our bodies and our own wisdom because when we don't it builds up and it starts roaring and it causes this inner war which as I say will lead to an outer war but this has been going on for a really really long time one of the things that I've been learning about as I've learned about um, ancestral and generational trauma is things like people like myself who were you know call us healers or or whatever people who use their intuition that believe that the earth was something to be honoured because, you know, we do live on it, (laughs) you know, like, I wouldn't go in somebody else's house and, like, you know, just shit all over it, so, like, doing that to the earth, to me, is just, like, I mean, it's just 
it just makes no sense to me. So, and these people, you know, would work with used ingredients from the earth, create medicine. And, you know, these are people like myself, called witches, followed their intuition. Now, that is basically where science started, using natural things from the earth. And as per usual, patriarchy steals something and then they want to control it. So they take something that was once of a, you know, witchcraft, which is people like myself who just followed their intuition and they took it, but basically they said, you can't trust yourself. Now, when somebody doesn't want you to trust yourself in your intuition, that is a red flag. That is a massive red flag. And when you can't question anything, that's an even bigger red flag because somebody that is a green flag, as in good for you, that's totally open for you questioning things because they know they're legit. And what did they do? They, well, we know what happened to the witches. They were hung, they were burnt, they were brutally killed. They were thrown in rivers and um, if they if they sank, then they were like, okay, they're not a witch, but they were dead. And if they didn't, then they were executed brutally. And then they got people to turn on each other and basically said, you've got to tell us who, who whichever your friends are witch, because if you don't, we're going to hurt you and hurt your family. So the sisterhood wound started and it just went again and again and again. And now we're seeing it again. Let's, people who are following their intuition, let's turn on them. And I know some people are not going to like this episode and be like, this is too woo, Kirsty. But we do have to wake up and realise that regardless what you think, if somebody's asking you not to trust yourself, to not follow your intuition, using manipulation, emotional kind of shaming, that is a red-ass flag, whatever side you're on. And we have to realise when we are being controlled to fight against each other rather than come together. That your intuition is not to be feared. But we were told people like myself worship the devil when we weren't the ones trying to control people. Of course, there will always be some, you know, not of the highest, didn't have the best intentions, but that's the same with everybody in life. And this is where we do have to wake up and realise that we can't control whether everybody, you know, has our best interests, but we can choose to really be taking care of ourselves and trusting that. And we can be choosing whether we allow other people to do the same. And we can choose when judgmental people come up to say, I've got me. And we can choose to be brave and courageous and take care of ourselves and live to our core values. Or we can keep perpetuating trauma and we can keep abandoning ourselves. Or we can be brave and have courage and put ourselves in spaces with other people doing that. And it's not an easy path to walk and that's why most people won't do it. But then we keep living in this trying to keep people happy, fearing judgment. And it's all us trying to avoid pain, but it actually keeps us in 
pain it keeps us on this hamster wheel of like if I'm just enough on this you know if you identify as a woman this good girl conditioning but it never ends and the goalpost just keeps fucking moving and it doesn't keep us sane it keeps us in pain and when we decide we're no longer going to do that things shift but it's not easy and it's uncomfortable and in that we have to choose to take care of ourselves and we have to choose joy and we have to choose our values because if we don't then it is really going to hit us hard oh i'm gonna end it there because it is the summer holidays i've got so much i want to say but i've um bit scrap for time but thank you thank you thank you as always for tuning in for listening do check out my offerings and if you're not already follow me on social media leave me a review but I just want to leave you with this I've got so much I could say but keeping true to you you can trust yourself you can trust what you think and what you believe so you it what do you think who do you want to be if this podcast is not for you because I'm going to keep talking about these things then that's okay but all I say to you is who do you want to be in all of this and really question if somebody doesn't want you to trust your intuition and will use shame whether that's somebody that you actually feel you can trust whether it's family or whoever it is anyway I hope you have a wonderful day or evening depending on when you're listening to this as always so much love namaste